Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Spooky Stories to Tell in the Driftless, the audio version, brought to you in part by Driftless Multimedia and our sponsors, Pinters Gardens and Pumpkins and Dragonfly Books of Decorah. These audio episodes will be reading some of the stories that were submitted in this year's Spooky Stories to Tell in the Driftless competition. Today, in our first episode, we have the first place winner for Youth Fiction it is a story written by Naomi Pedler of Decorah Middle School, and it is titled Henry, the Unfortunate Third Child. We hope that you'll enjoy. The sound of the Patel family's front door meant only one thing. Grandma Sooney had arrived. Henry tumbled down the stairs, nearly tripping several times. Fridays had become his favorite day of the week, mostly because Grandma Sooney came with a new story each time. Henry fist-bumped her as he said, What up, G. Sooney? What's our creepy tale today? Well, hello to you too. She couldn't help but laugh at his teenager lingo. Henry looked shameful and apologized. <laughs> Sorry. Hey! Sooney slipped her shoes off as he dragged her to the living room where the storytelling takes place. Once they had sunk into the old floral sofa, Henry stared at her expectantly. All right, you can relax. Here we go. Sunni's hands fumbled around in a cavernous pockets of her cargo pants until they struck something. A leather booklet titled 30 Spooky Stories by Klaus Hayes. The pages were worn, but Sunni read the words just fine. Quietude, she took a breath. Legend says a man with no name lived alone in an apartment on Nightingale Avenue. Once a week when the sun finished setting, he would go out to find a victim. This man was very picky. Only the family's third child was right. Despite this, it never took him long to sneak into a home, usually crept through their window and find the right one. He would cover their head to keep them quiet as he crept into the forest where he began the process. First, he'd light a candle. Then, he would take a blade and slice a long incision down the bottoms of their feet, allowing them to bleed out while he worked. Once enough wax gathered, he uncovered their face and slowly poured the fresh wax over the eyes and mouth of the victim. Finally, he warmed a metal stamp over the flame and cut their shirt to expose their chest. Here, he'd press the stamp, leaving the symbol burned into the skin. Once his tools were cleaned up, he would take the child back home where he'd lay them on the bed with their arms flat to their sides. Then, he would sneak into the night as if he were never there. Sunni chuckled as Henry's face responded before his mouth could. The creepiest part? Sunni asked. The symbol was translated to the English word repose. Just as Sunni says this, she watches the clock land at 9 p.m. I wish I could stick around to hear your input, but it's past my bedtime. Henry waves his grandma goodbye as he walks up the stairs to his room, observing the photos on the wall. Jason, Leah, and me. One, two, three, he thought as he counted his family. His posture straightened slightly. One, two, three. He counted again as he entered his room. He was number three. Trying to ignore the pit that had appeared in his stomach, he laid down to sleep. Just then, however, he thought he heard soft footsteps near his window. 
Thank you so much for joining us for this first episode of Spooky Stories to Tell in the Driftless, the audio edition. I am your host and reader of this episode, Connor Hopkins, and I'd like to thank our sponsors, Pinters Gardens and Pumpkins Outside of Decorah, as well as Dragonfly Books in Decorah, and the author of today's story, Naomi Pedler of Decorah Middle School, for her tale, Henry, the Unfortunate Third Child. We hope that you'll join us again for another episode of Spooky Stories to Tell in the Driftless. Driftless.